Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Knapp here. Courtney here. And Fabian here. So I think this morning uh, the uh, lawyer for Alec Baldwin is pulling his hair out. (laughs) Um, I, I, I get on a level why he wanted to talk because... You know, everybody wanted to talk to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was being hounded. Yeah, right. quite literally, he was. But you don't do this if you're under this type of investigation. Well, here, here, here's the problem. I mean, I don't think there was any scenario on which Alec Baldwin would be charged criminally for shooting the gun because I, I don't think when you rely on somebody, it raises it, it rises to the level of negligence. Yeah, you, you were making this point clearly last week that Alec Baldwin was not at fault and probably not going to be charged, but you're saying you, you feel well, differently now? But don't you just here, want to here, wait here, until... Here, here, here's what I feel differently about. Okay. Um, I still think that's true. Right, he's not at fault. But there's a, well, there's a problem. He has a second role, which is executive producer. That hasn't changed. That's been the fact since last week, since right. the beginning. But he didn't say anything. Here's what he said over the weekend. Right, Alec, what's the current state of what's going on with the case? I'm not allowed to make any comments because it's an ongoing investigation. I've been ordered by the sheriff's department in Santa Fe. I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. It's an active investigation in terms of a woman dying. She was my friend. She was my friend. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel, the director. We were a very, very, excuse me, we were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Now, I've been told multiple times, don't make any comments about the ongoing investigation, and I can't. I can't, I can't, that's right. it. Do you think production will start up again on No, that? I doubt it, necessarily. Doubt it. Look, he is saying it's a well-oiled machine. He is now putting himself out there as the executive producer. Right. And he's characterizing it as, you know, this was a uh, one in a trillion. Uh, yeah, one yeah. in a trillion odd thing. And it was a freak thing. It was a fluke thing. But Here, that, he, that's not what you should be saying at this point when you're under. I mean, well, he's not under investigation, well, but he's part but we of the also investigation. Know that you admitting fault if you say like, oh, we didn't have it together. Well, clearly. Right. Yes. But th- then the, the other option is don't say it. Yeah. Don't yeah. say anything because you have a situation where he's saying it's a well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine? But well, we've hold, done on. Stories. hold on. There are live bullets in the set. People were target practicing on the set with live ammunition. There was a real gun in the set, and there shouldn't be. It should be a prop gun. Right. There was an assistant director who never should have handed the gun to him. It should have been the armorer. Right. And yet he did. He didn't check the chamber. And you had people standing in the line of fire, which shouldn't have happened. Right. And so also all- Hannah Gutierrez also said that she had way too many things on her hand. It was wearing way, way too many hats, which shouldn't have been the case. So, right. so you got all of these things, and in the wake of it, when he says it's a well-oiled machine and it's a one in a trillion thing, 
I mean, I think that's going to catch the attention of the sheriff of the DA. But well, why though? Like, wh- is it is it because that he's saying that it it was one way when it was clearly the opposite that someone's going to look at that and say, "Hold on a second, you obviously didn't know what the hell you were doing. You didn't know what kind of a set you were running." So there needs to be some kind of bl- is that what you're saying that someone is hearing him say something exactly. which is the opposite of the reality? Wasn't there a walkout that yeah, morning? Too? There was a walkout that morning. Consists. So how can you say how can you say it's just, that it's he, a well-worn He's obviously uh, he's not, I'm not saying he's lying but he's obviously wrong. Disconnected. He's just disconnected from reality and he's right. maybe he's just saying this to cover his ass or and whatever maybe. And he's also acting so he's probably not focusing on the crew For sure. uh, and production. Uh, yeah, and I'm, but look, he is the executive producer. Here's here's the reality to this. There are politics involved, even with district attorneys, because a lot of them are elected. And you have a situation where you got a DA and you got a sheriff, and they have made it clear they want someone accountable for this. They They have made it clear. So everybody's in their crosshairs. And Alec Baldwin, by saying this, yeah. becomes more of a target this for This video them. will become part of the evidence that they look at Definitely. as they evaluate charges. That's so do you think his lawyer knew that he was going like, to no, go out and do this? Absolutely. Or like he found out absolutely afterwards? Absolutely not. What probably would happen <laughs> is there's tons of uh, paparazzi that know where he's staying with his wife, and they're probably following him and hounding him. They were. They, they, they were. were. Alec, no, that's and true. So him and him, Hilari and everything, they pulled off the side of the road. Alec confronted these paparazzi and said, you're making my kids cry, so let's, let's get on with it. Let's talk. Totally. What do you want to know? Once he says something, then they kind of disperse and like leave him alone. Right. And I, you know, by the way, I mean, Alec Baldwin, we've covered him for years and this is par for the course for him. He gets confrontational. He has a temper. So I, once I saw this video, I was like, I am not surprised. I'm, I'm frankly, I'm surprised it was, it remained as civil as it, as it did because he has been known to fly off the handle but he in didn't. the past. But he, mm-hmm. he didn't. He, but it, the thing is. Even if he just said, look, this is a tragedy, we're dealing with it, right. all of that stuff, that would have been that's fine. But getting in that, and he started by saying, he, I'm not allowed to talk about the case. Then he but went then on, then he went on to continue talking about it. It's yeah, like, whoa. and all the conclusions that he drew don't seem to square with what happened on the set. And that's why I think, God, if he would have just kept it on the emotional level, yeah. that's one thing. I, I, I just think this is a problem. Meanwhile, his wife... Um, poor, said, poor Hilaria. Well, I, I have to say, nope. you know, she she came out and she said, look, he's going to be suffering from PTSD. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I don't think there's any question about that. For right? sure. I mean, it's, it's really a traumatic experience. Although some people were kind of giving her backlash a little bit like, wait, what? You're comparing him to a war vet. You're comparing well, yeah, you him to a cop. Don't compare to soldiers. Now, yeah. P- PTSD is not just that from war. That's true. It's not that's just, true. That's not fair. Right. It is not it's just not fair war. to who? It's her? not it's not fair to her because it's not just a war thing. Right. But, but she said it. She said She's allowed it, to say it. No, you can't be like, well, it's just it like is soldiers PGA. and police. Like, no, she don't didn't. use them as examples. It is it's a completely some, different some type people, of it. Some people feel that may, it was perhaps in poor taste to invoke, you know, soldiers and cops. However, you're right. A lot of people develop PTSD for a lot a lot of different reasons. You don't have to necessarily be at war or on the streets fighting crime to, to develop some people don't. know that, but you don't have to use Oh, you're right. She doesn't have to. Yeah. You're right. Okay, we're getting ridiculous that you can't that you can't <laughs> use way, that speak, because that's no. that's what people that's the way people understand no, PTSD. It's not. Yes, it is. And they shouldn't. They understand it from war. We don't have to get too hung up I mean, on it. By the way, on. this this video of Hilaria um, and Alec on the road is is and it's 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 so so sobering and and somber, obviously. But it was so funny to me personally, like Alec was like t- kind of hushing her. She's like, okay, no details, no details. He's like, honey, let me handle this. Like he gets pushed. It was so funny. I was like, oh my God. Like well, they're, even they're not on the same page. Him. She is, she is. She's, and I, you know, I give her credit for being there for Alec and supporting him. She posted an Instagram photo saying, you know, I'm there for you or whatever. But it was just so funny. He's just like, honey, 
hush now. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna handle this. But he also, but it's just funny because he should have listened to Hilaria because he kind of put his foot in his mouth anyway. So well, I mean, he shaved his beard too. I feel like he should have left the beard well. Off, no, I, you know. Video. By the way, we should say he shaved his beard. The one of the key things said was um, that maybe he was expecting to continue on with the movie, right? It, oh, that, that movie now it's not happening. Yeah, so he, yeah. he made it clear this movie's this movie's never. Which I think is something everybody assumed right off the bat. Like nobody thought, oh my god, when is this movie coming out? Although I will say this, it, it is not. I, at first in my mind, I'm like, well, it's a foregone conclusion that Russ is never going to see the light of day. In hindsight, though, as I think about it, it's actually not a foregone conclusion because this exact thing happened on The Crow, where the lead actor. Right was literally killed and they continued uh, on with that movie. Let's also talk about the Twilight Zone store, uh, the Twilight Zone movie where Vic Morrow and the child actor were decapitated by a helicopter and oh, it's still, and Jesus. it's- Jesus, oh, I'm not even aware and of that. It's and, still, and it came out. Yeah, absolutely so, okay, so, so I was, I'm wrong in this, yeah, I, I know, because we talked about it over the weekend. Yeah. We were kind of having a debate, like how newsworthy is this line of Alec Baldwin saying, Russ is probably not going to continue. In hindsight, it is actually newsworthy. Well, because... yeah, because what if Helena's family said something along the lines of like she would have wanted this movie to come out? At that point, True. you you should. Yeah. Well, so we'll it, see. We'll it, see. It's not coming out. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Okay, we are going to move. Oh, on. my favorite story of the weekend: I love this Kim one. Kardashian and Pete Davidson. This are was... they? banging this was the oh hangout boy. i don't think anyone ever expected okay so we but so, then you kind of understand it because it's pete davidson so and he gets the most so we, we need to talk about pete davidson right, and we, we so first of all so we got video this weekend of pete and kim and travis and in courtney and Big a bunch group of, of people a, a bunch of their other friends or whatever they all went out to knott's berry farm from some you know halloween thing they were riding roller coasters we got video of pete uh, and kim getting off the coaster together kim is incognito or trying to be at least it's quite obvious from her I told Bradley, but it, I, but it always says something about who you share a ride. It does. With. You share the same. She, she was sharing the same car with Pete. There are photos out there on the internet right now of them also holding, holding hands, hands during a drop as they're going mm -hmm. down on these drops. Because right. you know, when you go on these roller coasters, they take your photos. It's they're, scary. The at one point, they were holding it's not that hands. Scary. She's right next to him, <laughs> smiling. They're you know they're having a good time. There and look, the, the official party line from the Kardashians camp is that there's nothing going on here. Just friends. They're just friends. They're longtime friends. Bullsh Hold on. Okay, bullshit. Can, can, can I it's just ask? Absolute that? bullshit. Were it they, is. Were they smiling when they said that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's just ridiculous. But you can you can be longtime friends and then like Charlie. fall in love First and not They're they're not Charlie. longtime friends because if they were, we would see them. We they have never been photographed together. You don't together. think they've ever known each other? Maybe before. Maybe, I, I, I have I not seen they them. Have. Guys, maybe they knew each other. They were friendly, no, they but they were not friends. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They did the whole entire thing where Pete Davidson went to a Kid Cudi birthday party. Kim and Kanye were there. They had dinner together. Kanye was there though. No, and the Kim was. There too, because Pete Davis. Oh, yeah, but he definitely knows Kanye. And like, then they all perhaps hung they were up perhaps they were friendly and cordial, but they weren't. Right. You're missing the big point. Pete oh, Davidson is white. Are we not going to talk about the point so that Pete Davidson's okay. white? So first of all, here, here's the speculation. I think that he's oh. smashing. He's definitely smashing in my mind. I think they're. What, what do you mean by smashing? Like smashingly handsome? No, sma okay. smashing means having sex. Oh, he's, oh he is smashing. God, Charlie, so Bay Area. That's a lot of people say smashing. That's not a Bay Area term. Anyway, just so gross. I know. Whatever. He's definitely. Happy. He's definitely, they're definitely banging, I, I, in my oh, mind. You know what, and, and you're not doing. And, and it's so funny because, you know, the, the, the most obvious thing is, well, Kim is so out of his league. How, what the hell? Like, this that's is, not, that's but it's, that's it's not, it's, I don't think anyone's surprised by them being together so and her being interested. Let's just break down the logistics. First of all, if this is in fact true that they are hooking up and together right now, maybe they're not dating, but they're hooking up. And that just says a lot in, in and of itself. If that's true, Pete Davidson's portfolio of women is legendary. 
I'm very jealous of it, and I hate him. I hate his guts over all this. <laughs> is that what this is all about? I hate Pete Davidson, but I hate him. Well, no, he's, I, he's, he's king of the hill. But I also got to tip oh, my he, he's, he's, he's the new he's David Spade. Well, you you got to tip, tip your cap to this guy, because he's got Ariana under his belt. He's got Kate Beckinsale. The Kate Beckinsale thing was Phoebe from Bridgerton. Yes, and now potentially. He's really funny. He's really emotional. Funny guys always get it, but David's not affects now. You guys are missing the point. It's not about funny or not. Like This guy, there's a there's a running gag. I love how you're telling us. I know, what like girls why? Like. How you're like, no, 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 we wait, know no, it. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. But but part of this is is that everybody says, oh well, he dated so and so, and he dated so and so, and because of that, people want to date funny. people. No, 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 no. The way funny. Can I take? Can I? No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the way Hollywood works. Yeah. Is that when people think somebody has got it, everybody wants it. And Pete Davidson, everybody's saying, wow, he must be this and that because he dated Kate Beckinsale. So it just becomes a life of its own. Look, I'm not, and then he can date anybody he listen, wants I'm to not, date. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, no, I'm not trying to be it. vulgar, but here's the truth. There's a running joke with Pete Davidson about BDE. Are you guys familiar with what this yes, is? Yes, yes. Ariana uh, had have, mentioned yes. that he no, 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 is well endowed. I don't know if she Thank said that. I don't know if she, so I don't know, I don't know if she, I don't know if she said that. Fabian coming on BD. Did she, did she say that specifically or not? So she said. Yeah, okay. there's. So there's a there's that. a there's a rumor or around town that Pete Davidson is hung. You know what I mean? The dude's got he's got a big. Jesus, Fabian. I'm just okay, saying. Fabian. I'm just saying. But that that Fabian. is that do is. Do you want to date Kim or do you want to date Pete Davidson? I know. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about this scientifically. Let's talk about this scientifically. I think you're explaining this to guys, by the way. You don't need to explain this to girls. We need get it. This, we need to explain this to our audience because maybe, listen, maybe we don't. No, listen. If this isn't, if no, this is maybe we don't. If this is in fact true, which it might, it very well might be, honestly, then that makes sense that he gets with Kim because Kim is a lot of is a lot of woman, frankly, and a normal dude what? cannot handle oh a woman God. like Kim Kardashian. Hey, okay. you have guys, to, guys, to, guys, guys, have to be, guys, but, guys. But hey, real quick, we should explain the reason why they were both there at Knott's Berry Farm. So we are hearing that Courtney and Travis are the reason why they were both there. That they invited everyone. So it's not like Kim invited her, yeah. invited him herself. They all like know each other, all in the same friends group, and of course, you know, riding in the same cart together on a ride. I just is think kind that there's and obviously well, and, and, something and, and, going on. But by the way, um, you know, a lot of people thought, well, yeah, he's friends with Machine Gun Kelly and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, they run in the same right. circles. But guess what? Obviously. Machine Gun Kelly wasn't there that night. No, nope. he was not. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite thing of the weekend. I, I was so into this. I, there was an incredibly interesting discussion that Bill Maher had. Um, about heroic masculinity versus toxic masculinity. Yeah. And Caitlin Flanagan, who's an Atlantic writer, this was such a good show. She was on with Senator Chris Coons uh, of Delaware. Yeah. And they started, Bill started talking about um, toxic masculinity and about um, how that, you know, boys you know, playing with G.I. Joes and all of this stuff. Right, and he, wanting to save the day, and he, wanting to be like, watching hero, wanting to be heroic. And also retraining parents on how and, they are raising their and, little boys. Right, and that got Caitlin going. She apparently, she's written an article on this, and she is saying, why are we trying to downplay? Why are we shunning? And shunning we, uh, heroic masculinity, yes. because she's saying, if I'm in a burning building, 
I want a man to come rescue me. Yeah. She said women just are, are not as strong. Yeah, They're it, not as fast. She just said boys are boys and girls are girls. And why are we blending those lines? So she just went in Which is this. hella true, by the way. There was just a big article in the New York Times. Some woman is saying, I'm really concerned about my three sons. They like stories about saving the day. They like playing video games where they can be a hero. That's called heroic masculinity. It's a real thing. We need it. It's been it's been part of humanity since the beginning. That's what that's what ran up those towers, those 300 and something men who gave their lives for others. That was heroic masculinity. And there's just something sick and poisoned that this idea that boys are bad and that they have to be watched and that they have to be retrained and that the people who are going to do the watching and retraining are women. The people who raise boys, you need to have men very involved because boys want to grow up to be men. Now, what I loved was... By the way, she says she is 100% right, well, in, in, my, in my point of view. Well, here's the thing. This, this was so interesting to me. So Senator Coons, Senator Coons decides he is going to raise an issue with two other women that are elevated to the level that Caitlin is talking about. So listen to this. One of the things we focused on, my wife and I, in raising our kids was giving them a model that's positive yes. um, for heroic adulthood. Right. So I'll tell you, in, in Congress, whether it's Speaker Pelosi or um, Senator Mikulski was a senator from Maryland, tough as nails, capable leaders, decisive. Now listen to how Caitlin responds. Senator Pelosi, I, you know, God love her. I, I'm not going to wait for her to come into the burning building and get me out of there when she was of age. She's, so, and I believe me, I'm as strong a woman as you're ever going to get in, in, within, <laughs> within the feeble world in which I work. Caitlin says, uh, I don't want Nancy Pelosi taking me out of a burning building because oh, yeah. she can't do she it. She can't do it, yeah. Physically, okay. physically can't do it, I think is what she's but he's saying. But right, he's right. Physically, he's right. She, she's right. She's right. She's right. So basically, and this kind of gets down to this issue of blending gendered lines. And there's this whole conversation happening nationally right now about gender and is it fluid? Like is we're it not all equal? Right. And like, I mean, look, I 100% agree with Caitlin here. Um, and I don't think Senator Coons was disagreeing with her. He was just kind of saying, like, look, I teach my my boys. He was walking a tightrope because he I was think right. there's there's a certain element of the progressive wing that just believes this, and I think he was dancing on this. He was, and but he was saying, like, look, there are there are virtues and, and attributes that I good attributes that I teach both my boys and my girls. But she she pinned him and said, but you make a distinction between things that you teach your boys and things that you teach your girls, correct? And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he, so he finally admitted it. But like, that's it, not correct, though. What do you mean? What's not correct? Even that you still have to teach them like the same things. Like you don't no, that's what I'm saying. No, he was he said he was saying I do I teach them a lot of the same things, but she made the distinction saying there are certain things you teach your boys how to be men, like men are men, and they need to step up and be men sometimes. And that's what she's saying. Society needs men. Like we don't need and she's saying masculinity is and you know, yes, it can be toxic that we can acknowledge that, but so masculinity term, in, in and of itself is not a bad thing. But the whole term of toxic masculinity kind of comes from the general thing of guys getting a pass for bad behavior for sure okay but there are a small group of people extremists that believe that we should all be on one level that there should be no pink or blue there should be no you know um but that seems that we to be the tide that seems to be the tide i don't know about you that know, so i think it's just a small group here's of people here's, a, here's a good that. example. well well hold on we did a poll on the website i thought this was interesting um Heroic masculinity, it's a good thing, it's toxic. 74%, it's a good thing, 26%, it's toxic. That's not a lot, I, 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 I think what Caitlin, what, Caitlin, what Caitlin is saying is that masculinity, 
that that term and that idea itself has been has been conflated with quote toxic masculinity right. and that all of it is seen as like oh it's bad we shouldn't we should we should be downplaying masculinity she's saying no let men be men let boys be boys by the way here's a good example of these this blending of lines and i'm not criticizing it you, their pa parents can make their own decisions but megan fox and brian austin green they're three boys who are boys as far right. as i know Look like girls, and they raise them kind of like girls, and they wear they wear dresses. Well, they let them, they let them choose. They let them choose what to wear. And that's the thing. That's, that's fine. That's different. Every, but but the thing is, they they clearly parent in a way where it's they. They're, they're not forcing. Well, but the wait a minute. I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what you know. But, but wait a minute. There, I, I think you're mixing two things. Are we? You yeah, are. You are. I think you know. Look, in terms of identity, and that's a real issue. You know, that's something that I think we're still working out on how to deal with identity as kids grow up. That is different from saying that that you should shun teaching any boy, you know, the masculine version of heroic because there's something bad about that. Right. And I think that's that was Caitlin's point. That was Bill Maher's point. But I don't think it goes to identity. I think that's a whole other issue. Maybe, maybe, also, maybe. really quick, for heroic masculinity, I think the issue is not necessarily men wanting to be this hero, wanting to be Superman. It's the other side, which is women, what we have to look forward to are princesses that need a man to be that saving. a yeah. queen, that needs saving, that you know need somebody need else. Help. They can't just be great on their own that's kind of where the teeter-totter but that's here, a you know that's I mean? a that's a totally fair point totally fair but point but i don't i don't know what you're saying like what, what do you no what no no are you think, making? I, I, it needs to be balanced mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so on the other but hand but instead of separate like things charlie no they're not they're on the same level they're not because because a woman's independence which is important does not in any way intersect with heroic masculinity that you could have both but people question why is it okay to teach a boy to be superman and be great just on his own but on the flip side for girls they need a man to be great well no no that's, that's what i'm saying the point but 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 independent of what happens with men people don't find that independent well but they i find that on the same vein uh, i think that you're right but i think you can say you've got to advocate for independence of of girls learning that absolutely, at, but but it, that doesn't have to come at the expense of telling boys you can't play with G. Well, but it's part of Superman. the argument. It has to be looked on like the same level because like a stronger woman's looked at like much worse than a stronger man. Like girls get called like bitchy or catty or totally. everything. Like when they like do like our independence yeah, or stand I mean, up for themselves. And it's it's, the, it's those lines that it's, they're yeah. trying It's just so correct. interesting because Caitlin Flanagan here, I think, was sort of embracing an, an it's very interesting. She was embracing sort of an old what I would consider sort of an older type of point of view of like society. Like right. men are men, men are stronger. There are there's a reason for that. She was kind of she was saying we should not we should embrace that like we shouldn't shun that we shouldn't discourage boys from from being that way and i was like and you know and you're right like it's like because you know a more nuanced point of view in my mind is like you know like look like women can also be heroic too like we don't have to shun that from them but she she seems to be saying keep the boys and the girls separate keep them in their place biologically that's kind of how i sort of interpret biologically, keep, keep them in their different. place physically Physically, but also she ideologically, she, that's what she's saying. No, that's kind of what I was. I mean, I, here. I, I don't think she was saying women shouldn't have the same opportunities as men at all. Yeah, she and you're right. She did. I'm not I'm trying, trying to put words in her mouth. She did not say that, but I sort of. But both if you have extrapolate, their strengths, if you extrapolate literally. her thinking, that's kind of where I thought okay. she was going. Anyway, okay. Colin Kaepernick. Oh my Colin god, Colin Kaepernick. Ugh. So, oh my god. So I, I thought <laughs> I thought long and hard about this over the weekend because at first I was like, just like, what the what the hell? 
then I kind of thought about it. So anyway, so we should just lay out what the story is. So over the weekend, uh, Colin's new, I don't know if it's a movie or a docuseries. It's It's whatever it is. It looks like a Lifetime movie, but it's on Netflix. It's called Colin in Black and White. And the first two minutes... He's kind of he's kind of doing he's narrating a reenactment. You see football players on on the football field. They're doing practice drills. He's he's reenacting a an NFL combine, which is where guys are trying out for a team. They're being measured. They're be they're you know their their athletic prowess is being measured. Guys are they're being scouted essentially. And Colin is saying, you see this this NFL combine where you know where mostly black players are being like literally measured and whatnot. He's saying this is akin, quite literally, to slavery. slavery. Yeah, it does because it goes from showing the uh, NFL like footage to like then like slavery. If, if we footage. have the clip, we it's should really pl- well produced. It, it's, actually- it's, it's well produced. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's Netflix. Of course, they're going to produce it well. But he he says this is the quote he says. He goes, "Before they put you on the field, teams poke, prod, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect you or your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact." And as he's saying this, you see a black football player literally being you know examined and pr- poked and prodded. And Colin, in his mind, says, this is just like what they did to slaves back in the day where they were, like, measuring us and they were saying, who's the strongest slave? And that, those are the ones that got sold. For the most. Yeah, for the yeah, most money but, or whatever. Right. A lot of people were furious over this because they point out, and this is something that needs to be pointed out to Colin. I'm sure he's aware of it. But, like, an NFL play, it's just, they're, they're not literally the same. I don't. Uh, it, no, correct. Obviously, they're not literally the same. I don't think I mean, one is a choice. Yes, one yes. Is like not. if you're an NFL player, you're you obvi- are choosing you're choosing, to to, be and you're also getting paid millions of dollars of to do that. But here's the thing: I, I don't think Colin. It is so disrespectful. Even though Colin made the literal comparison visually, I don't think he's literally saying NFL players he's are not, literally. He's trying to. He, he's, he, he's, he's more. It's literally more, laying down. It's more meta. It's more meta. I thought about it. It's he's making a metaphorical comparison. He's saying. I see parallels here. And a lot of people agree with him. They say, yeah, we see parallels too. And that's, you know, that's, but the way he went about it, just kind of, it was such a staunch image, such a staunch juxtaposition that he made. People were like, what the hell? It's not the same. But he was trying to say, look, this this is a, it's more in the spirit of slavery. I I, got to ask, because when I, when I read and heard this, it reminded me, look, I was in boot camp and they did that. To everybody, yes, <laughs> they did that the, to everybody. You, that and is they, such a great point. The you know, ar- I, I'm not. I've never been in the army, but I, they, I imagine people in in the armed forces are treated the exact. They're treated but like dog meat. Uh, by the way, in modeling, it- modeling, they want to know your measurements. They want to know how tall that's you an, are. They want to know how skinny your waist is. Are we going to compare that to slavery? We, so exactly. So are are army people and models? Are they also slaves? Are they parallel? Like, some no, things, like, some know? things don't need to be compared. Slavery, there's nothing comparable to that. It stands on its own as a horrific act. And to try to draw some kind of parallel between NFL players that choose to play football, that get paid millions to play football, it's yeah. disgusting to draw that parallel. I, 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 yes, and here's the thing, too, that I think Colin is a little bit hypocritical. Like, he's, he's a hypocrite, in my opinion, because on the one hand— you know, he 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 made a stance. He took his he kneeled. He ended up losing his job well, over that. He, there was a huge cost to it. I know, but like I mean, I don't consider that hypocritical. But here's yeah. the thing: he was trying to get back in the NFL. This guy was trying to get a job back also, with this same league that he's now bashing know, and saying you guys to are also slave change owners. The league. He was not trying to change. The league. He was he's trying to play trying football. To, he's trying no, to bring awareness he was. and change it. Like, I, I he was trying to he was trying to be a quarterback again. That was his number one priority. That's why he was doing that. If it was if it was his number one priority, he wouldn't have done what he did by kneeling. Because that cost him his career. Why do you think he you was sh- out there doing those trials? Remember the those trials no, that we I, covered. I, I, he was I, trying to get a job back in the league. But but he he was going to do it on his terms. That he had ne- he he had made a statement. 
He got other people involved in it. And then he said, I want to come back, but on my terms. And I think that's kind of noble. My, I mean, my issue he is- you think it's noble for him? There. So basically he's saying, I want to come back and work for the same guys that I'm now calling slave well, owners. Jay-Z came in. Jay-Z came in. The, the league has changed. Jay-Z coming in is, a, is an empty gesture. No, 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 no. The you have to be a part changed. of it to change it, and you have to like be involved. And but that's what also, he's trying Jay-Z to do. wasn't ever a football player. We can talk for about this forever. We can. I mean, you know, the, we'll the, look, agree to disagree. The, what, the, the fundamental criticism of this was that you know by by invoking slavery into yeah. something like this, it diminishes the horror of slavery. Absolutely. It does, it does. Okay, we're gonna uh, move on. All right, guys, I got something fun, fun for you guys. So basically, it was Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. A million celebrities were out for, you know, parties and whatnot. Lizzo, right. I felt like, was the best because she was Baby Yoda, it was hysterical. But the most awkward run-in this weekend was J-Lo and Ben Affleck well, trick-or-treating in Malibu, and guess who they ran into? Well, hold on, that, that, that's a strong term, <laughs> ran into. We don't actually know if they ran into each other. So basically- Bumped into? Not even bumped into, we don't even, so listen, so. Jennifer Gardner was was in the same area, was photographed in the same area, in the same neighborhood as Ben and Jen. We don't know if they actually crossed paths. They were never photographed together, but she was out while they were also out around the same time, it seems, right? And I don't know if they bumped into each other. I don't think, who knows if they did or not. Wait, but, were they trick-or-treating with the kids? Or like, yeah, so, yeah, so, so ben, J-Lo's kids were with No, 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 so Nikki, Nikki, Nikki corrected me. She said oh. it was- uh, it, was, uh, it, was it was Ben and Jen's. It was Jennifer Lopez's son, Max, who's in the black, and then yeah. it was Ben Affleck's son, Samuel, yeah. oh. who's in the pink wig. So it was those two kids, perhaps the, the other kids were also on hand. We don't see them in the photos. Ben is with J- J-Lo, the, he's, they're with at least those two kids. They're doing their thing. At some point later that evening, you also see Jennifer Gardner out and about, but with a friend of hers or something like that. What this says to me is that, look, Jennifer Gardner, like we have not seen Jennifer Gardner ever really mingle publicly with any of Ben Affleck's love interests at all, right? Like I, I, behind the scenes- Like no double dates. Yeah, no thing. double dates or that. I don't ever see them going out for lunch together. She's always like, he, he, she's cool with letting him take the kids and you can meet your significant other. She's obviously cool with that. Presumably she's also cool with the significant other themselves, but- what this said to me was like, look, I don't care if Ben and Jen are out here. I'm gonna come out here. Sorry, I'm banging the table. I'm gonna come out here and do my thing too. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show up. Like I'm not gonna shy away and and huddle inside. Like she was like, said, yeah, I'm out here yeah, too. What's up? That also assumes that she's upset about this. Yeah, I don't and, think and, she and is. that and that she's gonna brave going out. I think she's over it. And she's and, totally and, and, over and, it. and 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 I also think that look, she struggled with Ben. Because Ben had issues. He still has issues, yes. And, uh, well, look, I mean, hopefully Ben's a lot better now and yes. he seems a lot better. But, you know, at a point, you, and, and I don't want to say it this way, but Jennifer Garner may say, okay, this is not my issue anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, 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 and that isn't to say that there's anything wrong with Ben now because he looks great yeah. and he seems great, but she's been through it as well. And so she may be over this. And look, she's saying that the win here is we're co-parenting well and everything else. Good luck to you. I wish you nothing but the best. She may not have these lingering feelings at all. So it may be nothing. Well, so, so I the, think it's nothing. So the question yeah, is, why is this even a story? Why is it a story that Jennifer Gardner was out around you know why the same it's a story? time? You know tell why me. it's a story for me? Because to me, in my mind, I'll I, 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 I just explained why I think it's a story. I'll, but somebody tell me why I'll, I'll otherwise. T- I'll tell you why it's a story for me, at least. I, I, there's something I love about LA that everybody looks at this as a, this sprawling city with millions and millions and millions and millions of people, yep. which is true. On the other hand, LA is like a one horse town. 
It's like, yes. you know, Hollywood's there are small. like five restaurants that every celebrity goes to. They live in the Brentwood area and everybody goes to the Country Mart. Right. In Malibu, everybody goes to one place. And it's like, it, it it's a small town when yeah. you live in your neighborhood. So what I love about it is people think, well, how, what are the chances the two of them would run into each other? Well, Quite a high. lot. Yeah. It's, it, it, and nobody thinks of L.A. that way, but it's two different places rolled into one. That's why I love so it. So are you saying that this is more coincidence and not on purpose? Because I think it's the latter. I think. Oh, it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. They were both out in Malibu. I think it was. Maybe. Maybe. Everyone's got their habits. That, that's my conspiratorial mind. Okay. Anyway. Well, OK, we'll talk oh, boy. next next uh, Wednesday. Fabian talks about the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, you can catch uh, our podcast. Yes, three you days can catch week. us on Apple, Spotify, Google. We're on Wherever YouTube you as well. Podcast. Literally anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, we're out there, so give us a give us a watch. And we'll talk to you Wednesday. Yep. Bye. Bye.